the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Welcome to the Lost at Home podcast. My name is Scott. And I'm Jeremiah. And we are back for episode 173. 173. Prime. Yes. Yes? Yep. I had a feeling. I wasn't going to ask if it wasn't because I feel like it's a waste of time when it's not. It definitely felt like it was. I know 171 did too, but it wasn't. Uh, But 173, ladies and gentlemen, prime number, big deal. Awesome. Well, um, before we get into the show, I want to take one quick moment to mention our sponsor. I feel like we've been a little lax on our sponsors. We have, yeah. We haven't done any produced ads in a while. You know, we've just been letting it fall to the wayside. But uh, the Bambox is our sponsor still. And if you go to our website, lostatomepodcast.com, and click on the Bambox banner, uh, that'll bring you to their website where you can get a box full of fun collectibles that you can't find in any store. These are unique items, Hollywood replicas, autographed pictures, uh, items, uh, animation cells. The list goes on. I'm trying to think what else like they put in them. Like there was a, I guess the Hollywood replica is one of the bigger parts of them. Yeah, I think that and autographs. Yep. Yep. It's the kind of stuff that when you put it on your shelf at home and you want to show it off, like on your toy shelf or whatnot, it actually looks cool and interesting, and people might ask you about Conversation it. Conversation starters, they might call them. There you go. Yes. You, even, you even said it like a geek would. I think so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Conversation starters, they might call them. Yeah, it's a lot more impressive to have like an autographed replica of the Friday the 13th mask on your shelf than it is to have a Funko Pop of Jason, Yeah. No, the Funko Pops of Jason's are, aren't cool, but you can just buy those literally anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And these things are very, very exclusive. And if you go to our, uh, if you go through our banner link and at checkout use the code LAH10, you get 10% off your first order. So get on it. It helps yeah, the show. Absolutely. Keeps the keeps the, the hard drives rolling along. Yeah, we keep yeah. planting them in the ground, but we haven't got any to grow yet. No, no, no. We, <laughs> we, made, we made some terrible jokes about planting hard we drives did. once. I think people could just go back and listen to every episode we've ever done, and it's in one of those where we make funny jokes for about two minutes about planting hard drive trees. Who um, hilarity ensues. Uh, question for you about Funko Pops. Um, do you have any of the Rick and Morty ones? I don't yet. Yeah. I don't know what I want. And also, Funko makes actual action figures of Rick and Morty. Oh, really cool. Uh, like, posable jointed. And they're not bad. I, I kind of want the Mis- Mr. Me Seeks posable one. I want them more to make, of a straight-up action figure. I want them to make, like, some of the random background ancillary characters uh, as, like, as some kind of... It doesn't have to be Funko Pops. It could be anything... But uh, something in the middle. I want uh, you can have like a smaller action figure yeah. type thing where there's like a just, lot of them. Uh, just produced. a ton of like no main characters whatsoever because I was rewatching the whole series because uh, season three is popping up pretty soon, and um, and it's one of our favorite shows. And uh, I realized early on in the season, uh, first season, like one of my favorite characters absolutely is when uh, they're like Rick and Morty are stuck in the. Um, uh, what what am I thinking? The simulation? Yeah. And there's and I think David Cross is like one of the characters in that, but there's the uh Pop Tart that lives in the toaster that comes out and hops in the toaster and drives the toaster away. <laughs> the Pop Tart, the toaster guy, and then there's like Pop Tarts slam dunking later on in the yeah. episode. Those guys by far my favorite Rick and Morty <laughs> characters ever. So I've actually been I, I actually so much that I started looking into how to uh take like an Arduino board and uh some robotic kits to Fit a toaster and make like a little uh, clay uh, pop tart because I actually <laughs> want to create like a remote control. Maybe even just using my phone, Bluetooth remote control pop tart toaster guy. Nice. So maybe so I was curious because I, I was like, hey man, maybe if that uh, maybe if that takes off and people want, you know, I'll, I'll sell those kits. Empty promise, ladies and gentlemen. 
Um, if you ever happen to be in a store and see the uh, blind boxes of Mick and Morty, yeah, those are actually pretty sweet. I got one and got a Mr. Me Seeks. Nice. And what I wanted was the the rarest one, which I guess is one in every six hundred boxes or something. It's Ghost in a Jar. Oh, sweet. Yeah, from that episode with the uh, parasites. Yeah, I, think... I, I really want Ghost in a Jar, but it's like it's the rarest one, so yeah. there's no way. Yeah, I like the random stuff like that, and I know like it's gonna be no time before we get Pickle Rick. Like it's like got to be in the works already so i know that one there'll be a stuffy or something yeah people haven't even seen the episode but there's already a bunch of buzz about pickle rick anyway rick and morty awesome uh totally aside but just had to just you know chat about rick and morty absolutely always was gonna be plenty of time to do that by the way if you go to our patreon at patreon.com slash lost at home we put up two uh lost commentaries that's right yeah they are what are they? They're uh, Mac and Mac me and me and, and Beastmaster. Yeah, Beastmaster. Yeah, and that basically is getting us caught up. That covers April and June because we were behind on our commentaries. We'll probably do July and August uh, together also. Yeah, that's what we're thinking. Um, which may not come out until September. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then if we do September, <laughs> but we'll do it. We promise. Yeah. You know, it's not really catching up if you do two every other month you know? <laughs> and we were too behind and you're always <laughs> behind yeah. yeah so um but i think we i one of the things we were talking about to, to help catch up is once again putting a single um and actually if you join our lost at home uh fan group um on facebook you can actually vote on the movies that we choose and uh but i was thinking next time around because uh Masters of the Universe came in like one vote behind yeah, Beastmaster, we're and they both had like yeah. a ton of votes. Everything else behind it had like one or two. We'll put up another so poll I, to do another pairing. Yeah, we might, pick that one, and they. Pick so the that's other. that's what I was thinking. It's like we we automatically just choose the runner up from last month as the the first one that we'll do, and then we'll pick a new one from the group. So sounds good. I, I just really wanted to uh, to comment commentate over. Um, Master of the Universe with Dolph Lundgren. That sounds cool. So we're, we have the movie commentary still rolling, and I believe there's one more episode of Lost and Found Quest. Oh, right. I've, I've got to get that to you. It's done. It's just, it's unfortunately, it's so long ago that we recorded it, it's sitting on the hard drive because it, uh, okay. it already got moved in a zip file. So i got to unzip, yeah. open, and uh, resend it. So. Yep. And then we'll get back into doing maybe uh, in August some, some form of extra content. Yes. All right, uh, Jer, you brought the very first story to the table today, and it's a little more highbrow than our show's used to. Uh, yes. Are, are you ready to? Uh, so you're saying we want to jump into web droppings? Yes. The pause I did there was. Uh, for, oh, you mean for you space? Didn't, you didn't put that pause after I said yes. Uh, I uh, I should have done that. Then the pause. Then yes. Then the theme song. For, for what? The the song everybody heard. Not the song, but the you jingle. Mean, Web droppings? Web dropping. There it is. <laughs> now they heard it. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I actually you know what's funny? It. I, yeah, it could I, be anywhere in there now. Yeah, it is, because I also just want to, like, have you say, you mean web droppings? And then, like, a really long space of, like, 10 seconds with crickets. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, Scott, I meant fucking web droppings. <laughs> that thing we just heard. <laughs> You'd have right. to do crickets because dead air on a podcast is Yeah, no, death. exactly. You want like uh, crickets and uh, the sound of a tumbleweed. You don't want, you know want like a thousand people breaking <laughs> their phones because they think they, they stopped yeah, working. Yeah. They're like quit every app and yeah. restart it and shit like that. Uh, Rasta Home killed my, my fucking podcast app. All right, so... Um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about CRISPR, and the, the thing is... Oh, yeah, I've got one of those in my fridge. Uh, I have a dual one, and they both have controls that say fruit and vegetable with a sliding scale. Is there that much of a difference between fruits and vegetables where a CRISPR drawer would need to have a, a sliding scale ba- to adjust? I, the only reason I think there might be is purely based on that slide. Like, that could be a conspiracy. 
Okay. That I, could be I, fake I, I would news. believe that that's fake news. All right, so we talk about CRISPR. Moving on. Um, yeah, you've got the next story. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, this is a different CRISPR. First of all, it's spelled like you would think it would be like an app for buying uh, fresh vegetables or something. Or, C-R-I-S-P-R. Or if you uh, wanted to fit it on your license plate. That's true. This could be, yeah, if you're And CRISPR. you're really into CRISPRs. Yep, that's right. Don't ask me about my CRISPR, yo. Uh, anyway, so um, I feel like... Uh, I should give a little backdrop, uh, a background of CRISPR. I don't know enough. I've I've been infatuated with CRISPR for a little while now and watched a bunch of TED Talks on it and stuff. But it still is, it's simple yet confusing at the same time because it has to do with DNA and genomes and stuff. So I'm just going to read, uh, rather than try to explain it myself, which I probably could not do justice and fuck up because I'm not a scientist. Um, I'm going to just read Live Science's uh, sort of rundown of it. CRISPR technology is a simple yet powerful tool for editing genomes. It allows researchers to easily alter DNA sequences and modify gene function. It has many potential applications, including correcting genetic defects, treating and preventing the spread of diseases, and improving crops. And uh, it's essentially like genetic scissors that chop out a certain piece of, or problem piece of DNA, and then can repair and replace it with kind of whatever it wants. Uh, The ethical concerns that it uh, drives as well is it pretty much opens the door also, even though they're like, we're not going to use it for this, for um, designer babies. Yeah. Because you can essentially feel like, I want a blue eyed. I want to. I want to match kid. my handbag. I'm not a Hitler guy. I don't like Hitler, but I want a Hitler kid. Got to match my Hitler handbag. <laughs> <laughs> just white, just pure white with a with little, blue with trim. A little, with a little rectangle that's brown. That's yep. the class that looks like. a Oh, stash. that's right. It looks like the stash, and then uh, perfect. And then the baby's got to match it. Um, All so- white with a stash. <laughs> You really want a Hitler baby? Yeah. I assumed you meant Aryan, like, you know, blue hair. Uh, blue hair. Oh, you, you mixed it up. He's got blonde eyes and blue hair. Oh, shit. <laughs> if I really wanted a That's Hitler last baby, time I, I get just drunk go to Argentina. I'm not going to get drunk in CRISPR anymore. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, there, there's Hitler a lot more. Are? Huh? Isn't that where Hitler babies are? Is in Argentina? Argentina, yeah. A- anything Nazi or Hitler is in Argentina or originates there. Because we all know that uh, Hitler escaped World War II. Uh, or the end of World War II. He, he escaped his demise and moved to Argentina and lived a full and fruitful life there. Um, if you're one of those conspiracy sure, people. Sure, why not? I mean, um, it's not like they found his body or anything. No. And, you know, it was... <laughs> not like they there was... I it won't see irrefutable, because we, as we'll find later on, science proves nothing. Oh, uh, yeah, true. Except for true, how true, cool true. science can be, because scientists have used CRISPR to put a... A GIF. By the way, folks, we are a GIF podcast. Yeah, fuck not, you, we're not. We're not GIF, though. If you're a GIFer, you know. We hate you. Fine, but just remember, no, it, no, it's it, stands not for, it stands for graphical. That's a G, not graphical. So we're going to go with we're, we're gonna go uh, with GIF. Um, even though I've messed up and said GIF so many times because it's so much in the lexicon, and the, the guy who invented them say it should be pronounced GIF for the branding purposes. Because, like, you know, choosy mom, GIF. But I'm like, no, GIF now, it's fine. You can say GIF or GIF. But Normal you have people to say, say GIF. GIF, and when I hear GIF, logically, my brain breaks a little. Logically, it should be GIF, but... Yeah. We're also talking about the English language here. It's not particularly logical, but it's an acronym, so it should um, stand for that. But anyway, um, so anyway, there, there's a uh, scientists have used CRISPR to put an animated GIF inside of a living organism's DNA. What they've done is they've taken genomes of bacteria, and they have actually stored uh, essentially 36 by 24 pixel pieces of art animated throughout the uh, sequence uh, to the point where once they stored it there, I don't know how they store it. They use DNA shit. They're scientists. Science. See, I'm one of those people where just because I don't understand it doesn't mean I'm just going to assume it's not true. Uh, the 
funny thing about this is, uh, so they they stored it, and then they played it back, and it turned out to play back with ninety percent accuracy. And the the GIF at the top of this article is um, shows the original image as they encoded it, and the reconstructed image, and they're essentially identical. You can tell that it's a galloping horse GIF yeah. um, that is in here. Um, the the point of this, aside from just showing off how scary the future is and how uh, awesome science can be also, is they're thinking of actually using this not necessarily to store all of our data on in living organisms, even though you could store a shitload of data on DNA, and they've actually already, without CRISPR, way before stored you know the entirety of War and Peace, which is like some 600,000 words or something like that, um, on, the, uh, on DNA um, and retrieve that as well. The... Um, one of the uh, actual uses for it is the potential for uh, essentially allowing the DNA or the genomes to encode themselves with data that they've learned along the way. And essentially okay. that could then be retrieved by people to find out essentially what this, uh, what these sequences or what these genomes have actually learned, quote unquote, by building themselves along the way. Um, very, very interesting stuff. Stuff that I do not understand entirely, but it uh, it comes from MIT. So, so it's a name you can trust. Yes, Mitt. Good old <laughs> Mitt. Oh no, no, not, no, not it, the place. I mean, my friend Mitt. Wait, he smokes a lot of meth. Mitt. So, yeah. could you repronounce Mitt wrong? Like GIF, 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 Mitt. I mean, no other it's, it's hard because M is is not like a dual sound. No, um, it really has no other. No, sound. I mean you could you could do might instead, but. You know, ah, I like it. That would be Institute of Technology. Yeah, I, I graduated from Might. Yeah, I like. That. People would people would be pissed. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is very interesting. Also, like kicks off a very frightening yet uh, exciting branch of science where we can actually store data, including moving picture data, and retrieve it with ninety percent accuracy on DNA, and uh, opens up all sorts of uh, interesting doors and windows to uh, to to science. All right, well, that is amazing. And I swear to God, that's the only classy thing we have It really is. Show. When I saw it at the top of the show, I was like, well, we're not going to get any laughs out of this, because honestly, I can't twist it into a joke. It's just great it's science. Just, it's just, yeah, because uh, and occasionally we'll actually split these. If we had more stories like this, we usually split them out into a science segment, uh, Blinded Me With Science, because we want to like point out, like, okay, these aren't necessarily going to be your average web droppings, but we're going to bring you, if it, if it makes it the show, it means it's really cool, ridiculously interesting shit. That is just, like, fringe, crazy science. So, that's that, Scott. What do you have now to keep it classy? Let's go ahead and keep it classy. I bet you're going to keep this classy. This is a setup. <laughs> All right, next story. At least 17 registered sex offenders list the same Walmart as their home address. What's the problem? Well, I guess if I'm you bring a kid just... to that Walmart, <laughs> you're, you're, you're 17 yeah. times more likely to have them raped. Well, okay, listen, these people have been through the system. We all know that every sex offender who has a problem, uh, once they go through the system, is perfectly cured of ever wanting to do it again. Also, these are just sex offenders. Nobody said they're necessarily, uh, like, uh, violent or, you know, some of these people could have just peed in front of somebody. Uh, guess the state? Florida. Yes. Okay. This is in I, uh, I Cocoa, Florida. I only paused for effect. I, I figured Absolutely. I knew before. I knew when... Reading the headline, it was Florida. I didn't know that for sure, but I could have told you that, absolutely. But uh, pausing for effect here, we're hilarious. 
So the idea here is the idea that 17 people all pick the same Walmart to leave as their fraudulent home address. You, you sure they just don't live there? Because, like, they should just check under the Walmart. There well, might be people you, there. You're not entirely wrong. They, what is thought of here is that most of them live across the street in a homeless camp that's been set up. Oh, okay. So I wasn't that far off. No, I was actually curious about that. Like, some people are homeless and they don't have yeah, so, uh, permanent so they, they leave an address. They leave the address that they can see, which is literally what's across the street from them. We had that uh, issue here uh, right around the Barry area where a really terrible piece of shit, horrible sex offender was recently let out of prison after like 20 or 30 years like last year or was yeah it, it was year last before? year or the year before yeah and and so they were and they were essentially coming back to montpelier and but they didn't have a, a, re, a residence so they were essentially like homeless but wandering so they had to figure out you know with the authorities how they were going to check in how you authorities gotta tag and know. release properly yeah exactly you don't tag and release they can get it they can go back into the wild and start doing their old i think we just sent them to bury things i think like no, essentially he, we he ended up in burlington oh okay yeah oh that's right burlington's uh there's a lot more to, to, to rape around Burlington. There's more people. There is more people. Too. You mean there's just a higher population density? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, it makes kind of sense to give an address because they're not going to let you live on your own homeless without some way to They need to, to be able to check in. And, and find honestly, it. if they're really across the street and they're, they know that, they're like, okay, we can catch them around this area. So. But it's also legal to give someone's address that isn't yours when leaving an address with the uh, parole offices and whatever sex offender registry they have to work with. Uh, obviously, Jared and I are not sex offenders, so we have no idea what the sign-up process not is. Not yet. <clears throat> Fingers <laughs> crossed, no. Um, but Walmart did release a statement after finding out that 17 different sex offenders claimed their own stores as their address, and they said, We work to maintain a safe environment for our customers and associates. It's disturbing to learn that convicted felons would list our store as their residential address. We condemn these practices and must refer to any other questions to local law enforcement. Also, the kids' aisle with the little tight shirts and little tight jean bottoms, it's a higher density of creepy homeless smelly men hanging out in them, so you may just want to, <laughs> just, may want just, to shop elsewhere. Just smelling the underwear. But that's just us, Walmart. We want to treat you well. Yeah. Just a heads up. Watch out for falling hobos. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, the I don't know why the most uh, offensive part of this story is when they interview uh, mother and Walmart shopper, the same person, mother, Walmart shopper, Heather Poole, said she couldn't believe so many sex offenders lived in such close proximity to a place children's and families regularly visit. That's totally fine. That I get that. But then her next statement is, we go there like 10 times a week. Um, that's gross. That's I'm, I'm worse like, than sex offending. <laughs> and the thing is, though, I, I get it. You go to, like, you live right down the street, you go to Walmart a lot and stuff like that, and, and it's convenient. But is there, like, it still would just be more efficient to just go twice. I don't think I would go yourself. there more even than once. Even once a day. Go once a day, even. But no. that means they're growing more than, that means they go once that, a day. That means they go there, they buy a shitload of some, like, you know, Oreos, and they go back to their place and they're like, oh, I forgot you know, the milk. I would just pick a different Walmart the first time I walk in and see some bum fisting like the the leg hole of an Oshkosh bagosh like bear shorts. <laughs> There's no kidding him. He's just fisting yeah, a leg yeah. hole. Practice. <laughs> I think that'd be my last time there. I'd just be like, yeah. you know what? Like, the, kids. Walmarts in cities, probably in Florida especially, are probably everywhere. You drive like three more minutes down the road That's to find true. a much less rapey Walmart. That's, but I could see this, this woman being like, well, on one hand... There's the fist and hobo. But on the other hand, we'd have to travel three minutes to go to a Walmart. Kids, get your, your shit together. We're going down to fist and Walmart. <laughs> Mama don't want to drive. 
Sorry, I'm totally stereotyping uh, Walmart shoppers. And no, I'm, you're I'm stereotyping Florida Walmart shoppers. That uh, yeah. is fine. Hey, that's probably yeah. accurate. That's fine. Okay. Uh, Jennifer yeah. Lattermilk, uh, shoot us a tweet and let us know how accurate we are and how many fistings you've seen in Walmarts. <laughs> She's I, our Florida <laughs> correspondent. So. Yeah, we, we've, got a, we've, we've got a relatively classy Walmart here, and it's not classy at all. I'll probably be popping into Florida on uh, around uh, Oh, when you go to Louisiana? Yeah, I'm probably going to take a, a rental over there. It's pretty you, close. I, you know, I would like to actually go to a lot of Walmarts and actually grade them and just see for like their creepiness. Sure. Grade, grade their if clientele. If I can find a Walmart without going grossly out of my way, Pensacola's got to have a Walmart. There's got to be Walmarts all over the place. That's man. that's 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 the closest. Walmarts like, and town. Waffle Houses, man, do it. Yeah, I still haven't gone to a Waffle House either. I, I hear during the day they're just smelly, gross, and disgusting. And then but during at night, night they're dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> smelly, gross, and disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I want to go at night when they're dangerous. Yeah, I want to see some shit. You want to see like a knifing? I want to like, see like nine people break into a fight for no reason. I want to fucking people to get stabbed over a goddamn waffle. Yep. Like I was like yep. their fucking little link sausages, their Jimmy Dean link sausages were burned. I, I want to just see a homeless man staring at the waffle they gave him for freaks. They feel bad as he whispers "faggot" into the little whipped cream on top, just over and over and over. Like he hates it. <laughs> Why do you hate your waffle so much? Just naming it, making it stick. You gotta whisper it in. You gotta whisper it into the dough. You know when it's good? When you get enough heat off your breath, and the whipped cream melts. That's when it. That's when you know what's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you do then, sir? Well, you roll it up, shove it up your asshole, and leave. <laughs> Waffle <old>. House. <laughs> Waffle House. I want to see the manager. I'm definitely the manager. I'm the manager. Owner. I'm creating. Bring me another House. waffle. Faggot. Faggot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that hot breath. Uh, oh, those racist, racist hobos in Florida at Waffle Houses. Yep. Uh, by the way, Lost Zone Podcast does not condone the F word. Uh, we just, it's funny what a hobo says in Florida. It, well, it whispers it to a waffle. That's actually It wouldn't actually be way. funny to go down there and see a hobo yelling at people. But uh, if I, he's whispering into a waffle. I say whispering anything. I think like the most derogatory thing that, that you could whisper into a waffle becomes funnier by the more derogatory it is. Yep. Like, I mean, come on. If I saw somebody whispering <laughs> the N word into a waffle. <laughs> I don't. I think everybody on the planet would think that's sort of funny. Or you, just, Insensitive, or you, or you but, buy a hot dog from a vendor and you just put it really close to your face and slowly pour the ketchup <laughs> and start saying cunt, but you make it last for an entire <laughs> slow pour. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're like, are they going to say, like, come on? Or what? Cunt. <laughs> and just slowly. And just eat it. Just slowly, just deep throat it one fucking bite <laughs> and just keeping deep eye contact with the vendor. <laughs> I like you, hot dog man. <laughs> I'm coming back for more. Leave, yeah. yeah, tip him like outrageous yeah. though. It's like a dollar hot dog. You leave forty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Tip. So he's like a like a wealthy hobo. Yeah. This is everything I got. Like this is my child. I'll be back tomorrow. Yeah. All, uh, right. Uh, all right, Jerry, you brought the next story to the table. Actually, yeah. last week. This last week we didn't have a chance to. But dip it's into so it. good. I'm and, glad you brought it back. And, and, and it's, this has actually been picking up a little bit of traction, but we actually grabbed, we actually latched onto it and would have recorded it had uh, a, a day before they actually caught it for NPR. They actually, uh, uh, not on, on NPR and um, PBS. I saw it on a PBS news hour as well. Um, yeah, the website you had, what is it, Washington Post? Uh, put a big banner ad up saying, give me your email or disable your ad blocker or you can't read this story. I just clicked reader view. Oh, oh yeah, no, that Washington was. Post. Yep. <laughs> Reader view, and uh, if you're on like Chrome, on a uh, you can use incognito view to read any New York Times article that says you can't. Nice. Um, There's always so a way around. There, there, yeah. there is. Um, and I'm not saying. I mean, you know, in other words, death to the media because we're the ones killing it. <laughs> like, 
Um, that's, I, that's the friendly lost tip for the week. I do. Yes, I do subscribe to a couple things, that. and every once in a while, I, I I have subscribed to New York Times before. Um, but uh, I decided to stop. You know what I found was depressing? Reader View with Maxim. Really takes a lot of the punch out of the magazine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what you like know you're not lying when you say I'm reading it for the, I'm looking at it for the article. Oh, yeah, like I'm reading for the articles. Honey, are you really reading it to know about the new flavor of Monster and what you can cook with it? (laughs) (laughs) Ten chicken recipes with Monster (laughs) energy Great, great food Monster pairings. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Maxim dirt bags. Um, monster, I actually know mon- I want to create monster a fucking... food pairings I w- might need to be the show title because I would like to find a Google image search of like a fine meal with just a can of monster. Okay, I'm actually going to write this one down because every time we freaking mention it, we never remember to write it down. And then the last minute, we're like, all right, we'll pick something random. So I'm typing that at the end. Monster food. I'll tell the title of your story. It's wrestling. Um, wrestling's oh, yeah. new villain named himself Progressive Liberal. And he has Hillary on his shirt. Yes. So this was um. This is in this this is in Appalachia country. This is in Kentucky Yeehaw! actually. But this is um the uh wrestling circuit and I mean you know there's semi pro wrestling all over the place all over. Uh, oh my! For semi pro, full pro, it's real. I think the closer to the word pro you get, the less real it actually gets. I think professional full wrestling pro. is yeah yeah. <laughs> Go pro. So this is uh, the Appalachian Mountain Wrestling Program, small professional uh, professional wrestling circuit. And by that, it's really semi-pro if you don't consider. I mean, I consider professional wrestling being WWE stuff like that. But it is like sure, but, yeah. But I guess professional. I mean, they do it full time. So and they get they get paid decently. They they tour. So I guess yeah, it's it's by all intents and purposes a a professional league. But it's um, it's it's these one of the local regional uh, or regional leagues anyway. Appalachia territory. Anyway, this is Donald Trump. Land. This is a place, you know. Uh, it's Kentucky, uh, West Virginia, somewhere. Cool people, red um, So this is, uh, yeah. It's you know, coal mining territory. People will, if it's kind of the opposite of the little progressive bubble we live in, where if people come out of the closet as Donald Trump supporters, a lot of them will just be like closet Donald Trump supporters because they'll get run out by the um, shitty liberal elitists who think they're better than um, don't vaccinate their kids. And uh, still, call, <laughs> still call themselves smart. The um, and and buy stuff from Goop and like Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, exactly. You know those fucking liberals. Um, see, we're we're self hating liberals as well. Um, but uh, the uh, yeah. So this is the like the flip. So if you go down there and you mention anything about Hillary or say you're a Democrat or anything, you. I mean, the difference is is progressive will be like you're wrong, and then we'll walk away and be like, can you believe how stupid that? Per-? These people flat out fucking run you out of town with like a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. They'll like tie you to the back of it and run you out of town. They're angry. They're angry. Um, rednecks, if you uh, buy, you know, yeah. or no, no better. I think the reason that they're poor and uneducated is because of people who are not those two things. Yes, um, but that doesn't and, and that and that, yeah, that world that is work. and that the world is stacked against. Which I mean, it sort of is. If you're living in poverty, you pretty much have no chance to get out of it because of the way the world really is stacked against you. Donald Trump is helping to stack it against you. That's against the point. I don't know why yeah. you voted for him. It's not so much that I don't feel your plight as much as it is I don't quite get why you continue to uh, uh, vote against your own interests. But um, anyway, that has nothing to do with this. This wrestler here is uh, wrestling in this part of the territory. And what happened is he was wrestling before under, you know, people go through different characters, whatnot, um, in the wrestling circuits. And he was trying his hardest. And he was saying, you know, it's extremely difficult on like the semi-pro or even below circuit. You get He was like... 
you'll go out there and you'll have to travel and you won't even make your gas money back. You'll get five to ten dollars for a show of pizza and a soda. And that'll be and you know, you'll be performing at like school gyms, pretty much just grinding it out, grinding it out. And finally he realized uh, I didn't think he was talking to like somebody who, you know, manages wrestlers and even helps him out or one of his buddies. Um it was pretty much like, you know, you could make a good living as a good heel. A heel and wrestling are the people who are supposed to be bad guys. And back in, like, the uh, 90s, the big heels, I remember when I actually watched wrestling, were, like, the, um, you know, the Arabs, you know, which probably would still be today, I guess. They would probably be, like, guess, ISIS, yeah. ISIS guys and stuff like that, where, like, you know, they're, they're what Americans hate or what people in that region hate. So what is more hated than a progressive liberal in Donald Trump country? So he was like, okay, I'll create a heel character, which is just literally called himself the progressive liberal. And he comes out yeah. and just starts touting all these progressive things to get the audience riled up. And now he is doing very, very well for himself as a professional wrestler. Um, some of the hilarious, well, first of all, he actually believes what he says. He actually is a progressive liberal, so it makes it really fun for him because this is probably the only way he can actually get away with saying the stuff he's saying and right. not getting <laughs> shot because instead he's getting the shit imaginarily pounded out of him in the ring because of what he says and people feel vindicated um, because of that. But he uh, he says stuff like, you know what? I think Bernie Sanders would make a great secretary of state. Boo! I want to exchange your bullets for bullet points bullet points of knowledge which i fucking love yeah. and people fucking hate that because boo getting smart why would we want to do that that has nothing to do with why we're in poverty and can't get out of the vicious cycle that is blah 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 um and uh, oh i understand now why you all identify with country music it's slow and it's simple and it's boring just like each and every one of you and he goes on um it has a lot of uh, actually really fun stuff but he is uh, a wrestling heel for the trump era as he uh he uh, puts it, and his moves include, these are, you know, like the special wrestling moves, people oh, give yeah. them like names and shit, um, include smugness, condescension, and whining. That's right. So, uh, he's got a pretty fun shtick. I actually have watched a, a couple of YouTube videos. Which, I haven't, I just saw the video embedded yeah. in this, and I didn't realize I was it's, even there. And it's pretty much him just, uh, just I saw it on the um, PBS Dealey. Anyway, um, he's actually a 36-year-old real estate agent by the name of Daniel Harnsberger. Um, he's from Richmond. Uh, see, um, I don't know. There's not really much more to say about that except for I think people should definitely check out some of his stuff. He actually has a lot of pretty. I mean, his first quotes of all, are amazing. It goes on to even saving more. Oh like, yeah, he goes on. Like yeah. uh, I hope Trump doesn't build a wall around Mexico. Instead, <laughs> I hope he builds a wall around this town so none of you people can infiltrate the population. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got some good ones. It's got to be so much fun to write that shit because you just get angry. And probably everything that is going on in your head, you get out there. Now, granted, it's not doing any good for politics or anything whatsoever. There's no, there's no actual political bent to this. It's just fun. It's oh, not yeah. like it's not like he's going to make a difference doing this. If anything, he's riling up the hate machine against his, the, his views anyway. But also, it's not like if he wasn't doing this, people would be like, oh, I think I'll change my mind and not hate liberals. It'd be funny if like he actually said like he integrated actual progressive ideals into his thing more so than this like I'm gonna hit him so hard he's gonna need the free education we want to bring to towns like yours to raise your status as poverty in poverty <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah actually so, like actually bring like point out the fact that the progressives and the Democrats yeah. are actually like for these people yeah and not yeah um. We wanna we wanna have free medicine so when your grandma gets the gout again she can go to the hospital for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff like that. And just uh, or every once in a while toss in a Republican I idea, but like 
massage it in a way that it sounds like a progressive idea and see people boo the shit that they actually voted for. Ah, yeah. I like that. Clever. And then and then call them out on it be like, you fucking idiots. You know, if you guys had any education about you, you'd know I was... And then they'd get even more pissed. Well, I uh, picked the next story and placed it right after your story specifically because Good for it's you. about another group of idiots. It is, yes. Uh, this is Colorado we're talking about, and not all Colorado people are idiots. No, Obviously, I mean, they're, it's they're a very actually progressive very, state. Yeah, yeah. For them, uh, probably because it has like two large progressive cities. I think Colorado's similar to a lot of other places where it seems, I think, uh, as far as the population goes, it seems that way, but that's because you're like, oh, there's blue, like Aspen and blue Denver, and everything else is pretty red, but yeah. Uh, the problem with Colorado currently is that there is a movement of flat earthers there, and it's actually one of the bigger movements because it's organized. Um, there's not a whole lot of organization amongst the flat earth community. It's a lot of YouTubers. Uh, YouTube some, is pretty much the pretty reason much flat it. earthers yeah. exist now. I and there's actually a cool stat that I'll wait until you get into the story more that I want to bring up from this okay. story too. But uh, but yeah, every Tuesday at six p.m., three dozen Coloradans. I guess that's what we call a group mm-hmm. of Coloradoans. <laughs> See, you used it twice there. <laughs> Only you call a group of Coloradoans Coloradans. <laughs> you you change it. Yeah. I like a, mine a, better. A group of people from Colorado. You just l- l- put the word "ands" on the end. I guess all we do is put the word "ers" on the end of ours, or the yeah, word, the, 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 the prefix or the suffix "ers" at the end of ours. So, um, yeah, every Tuesday at six, three dozen of them assemble in the back of a coffee shop in Fort Collins. Uh, they've met sixteen times this year since March, and they basically are trying to help each other in what they feel is being put upon for their beliefs they really 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 believe what they believe and they even acknowledge the fact that why would we believe this and tell people this knowing the amount of humiliation it'll bring upon ourselves yeah so they get together almost to reinforce each other to make sure they hold strong and to inexplicably raise money for billboards they Not want- inexplicably, they think that that is a great non-aggressive way to get their <sighs> word out because everybody always loves and pays attention to billboards. Billboards are a blight no matter what they say. Even I- if it's for a movie I want to see, I don't want to see a billboard. Well, and the other thing too is like, They're honestly, horrible. you're you're going to reach a much larger audience that is going to probably listen and get engaged on the free service of YouTube that you're that you can actually make money on too. Yeah. Um, or you can buy a radio ad or something. Those are cheap. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Hey, you know what? More people listen to radio. Tell you what, guys. It's free entertainment. <laughs> you you send along we have we have no scruples here. You send along fifty thousand dollars and we will play any ad you want on Lost at Home Podcast. Doesn't mean we won't talk about it before and 50, after. Fifty thousand five. Five thousand dollars. Yeah, shit. Fuck like, it. Yeah, <laughs> five thousand dollars. Can't guarantee we won't comment on it but we yeah, will we'll allow talk you about it probably we will allow you to go ahead and 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 anybody else out there you have a crazy crazy view as long as it's not offensive this isn't really offensive it's actually just a I, view. Think, I think on our, our patreon patreon.com slash lost at home one of our tiers has actually become a sponsor and it's significantly lower than five thousand that's true so <laughs> so it's like it's like 30 bucks <laughs> no it might be 50 no it's yeah it's something like that okay so we've gone from fifty thousand. i've just lowered it by a <laughs> By a thousand, um, it's over fifty bucks. You've got to, you've got to get us. Actually, I think we even say we'll make the ad for like a hundred or something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll make an ad for Flat Earth. I might just do one anyway, <laughs> someday. You need to do a Flat Earth ad for uh, the Bandbox. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing this one down too. That way, you kill two birds with one stone, and it's easy on a Flat Earth. 
right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Don't stones trajectory, doesn't it change when the Earth's flat because you don't have centrifugal force and gravity and spin? And I think you could just shoot a straight line nonstop. Um, yeah. Without, there's no gravity. Because they're gravity They said, well, they too. even say, like, gravity's a hoax. I mean, that's part of the... Thing, one of the other things they so commonly believe. Do they not believe in gravity? Do they, do they just believe in centrifugal force? Oh no, they can't. They can't do that either. That's not a real thing either. So well, here's we here's the thing, and I was talking to you uh, before the show that one thing that I've never done is give them um, the time of day whatsoever because it's sure. just this is so like the science behind Earth being round has been so irrefutable for hundreds of years. I wouldn't say maybe irrefutable hundreds of years ago, but it was very clear science hundreds of years ago that made sense and fit into everything. Mm -hmm. And then we've just, every piece of science in mathematics and physics and like any measurement whatsoever has only solidified that to the point where it might as well be considered irrefutable evidence. Obviously, people can refute it, so you can't necessarily say that, but <laughs> logically it should be. It's irrefutable, um, but obviously. <laughs> but... but um, I would say, like, because because of that, I haven't really given their argument any kind of attention whatsoever. But I am so curious now how they do um, balance the irrefutable evidence about, like, uh, you know, being able to circ circumnavigate using planes, which we do thousands and thousands and thousands of times a day to get around the globe. Because you can, you know, depending on if you're leaving from California, you will go to Japan, you know, uh, this way. Whereas if you're leaving from uh, Russia or something, you'll go. But it's it's very, very clear that we can get to the same place going two different directions. Yep. And it, they probably think it's just a lie and the planes just like spin over the ocean a couple times and then hook over without actually going the full straight line. Yeah, somehow get there sooner than the other plane that left in the same way going in a straight line. The other the other one's spinning. That one's going straight. The other one spins twice to make it yeah. seem like the other one. So anyway, there's a lot of pieces of, or like, I don't know, like satellite imagery um, other than them just saying lie, fake. I actually am curious because a lot of these people quote like site research. And one of these people um, that was... I think they not, aren't necessarily like the creator of this group, but they're definitely like a prominent figure enough to be interviewed for this article. It's like a he's like a software analyst. This is like an educated individual who was not a flat earther forever. In fact, most people are not flat earthers to are not raised flat earthers. They become flat earthers later in life when they, they uncover a single YouTube video yeah. with a couple of things that sort of sound like evidence, and they don't bother doing any research outside of uh, solidifying their own views. And actually, and when you say down. people, you mean. Uh... On the ass end of middle-aged white males. Yes, yeah. That's typically what a flat earther is. Very few young people, very few women, very few minorities. There, there is a B.O.B., right? The rapper. He's like a young black man. Yeah, he breaks the mold. They probably yeah. love him for it because he yeah, he's takes bring out all, the stereotype. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it's it's still wrong. doesn't matter if he says it or someone <laughs> else. It's still yeah. wrong. Well, yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people have said, like, have ever said, well, you know, I didn't believe it until B.O.B. said it. Right. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever said that ever. Um, and that plus, was the moment I changed my entire worldview. <laughs> yeah, man. Yep. That guy. That guy that m most people don't know. Um, yeah, he had a hit song or two. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're actually pretty decent. Like this. Now, um, there really isn't much more to talk about except for the fact that this group is one of the first in the nation where they're actually starting to get together and like meet. And I guess later this year, there's supposed to be an actual conference on flat earthism, as they like to call it, where they want to get together a large group of people. And when I was looking at the list of uh, attendees. I believe one of the most famous people was a Denver-based rapper and a YouTuber with 75,000 subscribers and 7 million video views. Uh, outside of that, it's just a bunch of Colorado-based flat earthers uh, and other idiots. Yeah. Um, this is going to be the Flat Earth International Conference in Raleigh, North Carolina. 
So avoid that. <laughs> or, or go and laugh at I it. I honestly wouldn't mind going as press. That would be fucking awesome. Um, if we lived near there, mm-hmm. I would probably try to line that up. Granted, they would vet us and we would fail miserably. Um, but, the, oh, the, the stat I was trying to find here is the guy says, um, uh, let's see. Uh, before I before I did the first few videos, he was talking about making these YouTube videos. Back in two, 2015, if you typed Flat Earth into YouTube, you'd get 50,000 results. Now you'll come in with 17.4 million. That's more than a 30,000% increase. And we're growing. Granted, that could be half people going flat earthers are bullshit. Like that's just saying that's another like result. Or like us playing one of their videos to do a story on. Yeah, but it's so so obviously like the the it doesn't necessarily mean like there are that many more people who believe it, but it probably a significant number of those do. So there has been an uptick, unfortunately, in anti-science and. You kind of have the internet to blame and people staying inside their little bubble of like only solidifying views they already believe in. It's the confirmation bias, which is yeah. probably they'll call a hoax. So doesn't exist. All right. Um, I don't want to give them any more time a day outside of just us alerting the public that they're organizing. They're yes. organizing. <laughs> they're organizing. It's terrifying. I I don't think it's okay to like, you know, bully or per- persecute and whatnot. Um that well, being we can just call them dumb. That being said, yeah, because but yeah, I think you can you can le- legitimately say like your uh, but you know and they're they're they have quote unquote research and quote unquote evidence to back up their shit. In other words, they've cherry picked a few things that they don't understand well enough that could probably be explained by actual science, and then they just ignore the actual science behind refuting their facts. Quote and, unquote. Yes, and yeah. in this ever changing world, I bring the next story to the table as well because for the second time ever. The classic Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Disneyland is getting changed to meet oh. the new age of, I don't know, we'll just say less sexist age. Mm-hmm. Like, less sexism. We're trying to go that way. Well, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to... Even at the cost of historical accuracy, though. Yeah. Mind yeah. you. Yeah, well, so we were, we're trying to um, create the facade of less sexism. We're trying to make it seem like the world is less sexist by changing by doing shit like changing a ride and doing stuff that are just gestures as opposed to actually uh changing any of the um yeah this foundational issues that actually to me this is a band-aid and it it's akin to like taking uh but it makes people textbook that a kid would read in high school that would be an illustration of how people were so sexist back in the day to take it out to remove an example of sexism, which isn't fixing sexism. Yeah, or taking the N-word out of uh, uh, Mark Twain books. Yeah, it's, you know. it feels weird to do this. But in a way, kids go to this, so I guess when you get down to it, they're not looking at this imagery. That could probably be beneficial. Probably. Yeah, well, and, you know, again, like Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, I'm not going to say uh, can you can use the word historical in that whatsoever. It'd be one thing if people were going to a museum and they were just like, let's take out the whole thing about women not having equal rights once upon a time and pretend that never happened. Obviously, it's there are uh, important things need- to keep in, but when it comes to like Pirates of the Caribbean, people, kids don't know it's supposed to have any cultural or specific like sure, yeah. they're just like this is a fun thing and if they see it that way then that's fine i don't i don't take i i'm not like do you, saying this is an S- social justice warrior act or anything no. like that i think it's we, fine uh, for them to change we buried it, totally. the lead here too the uh the original thing that oh, was right. removed from the ride was there was a uh, part of the attraction was a bunch of pirates chasing a bunch of women um that's been changed so the women now carry trays of food so they're chasing the food 
a weak fix at best, yeah. but, but also cheap. For, a, you know, Disney's hard up. They don't have a lot of money. That's just a, that's a interesting patch. Put some $2 so trays in their hands and some plastic fruit. Now, are these like real? I, I don't, I've never been to one of these. That's, that's what I assumed that like they were animatronics. Cause otherwise you think you summer, could. Uh, probably just statues. Okay. Cause I was going to say like, if they were like live action, you could definitely fix it better than that. But I could see with animatronics, you just duct tape a fucking yeah. apple to the hand and be like, yeah, look at these old pirates. They love that apple. Those crazy now, pirates. the thing they're changing most recently won't get changed until 2018. Uh, I don't understand why it takes so long when you hear what the fix is for to the problem. just fucking, like, literally just uh, rivet? They're, they're, well, they're, when you get to the ride, one of the first things you see is a bride auction, where women are being auctioned off to pirates, as was the custom, apparently. Mm-hmm. News to me, actually, historically, but whatever. Sure. Uh, next year, they will change that part where at the auction, the women will be dressed as pirates. So it'll just be a bunch of male and female pirates hanging out. Okay. So that was going to take a year to redress these mannequins. <laughs> that's, that's... And, ch- and change the script. I'm sure they have to change the script and re-record some shit. But, yeah, uh, but come on. Yeah, no, they've the, got... Is a... the Foley guy sick for a year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, man, things move slowly at Disney. Yeah, um, it just seems a little ridiculous how long it's going to take to do what is a very minor and... I guess slightly unnecessary fix. I would leave these moments of sexism in the ride and change the voiceover to reflect what's happening. Yeah. Be like, you know, be lucky you're able to vote now because look what happened to them back then. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. I don't know. You could you could do some kind of social commentary over it and still leave it historically accurate visually. Yeah, it's not like they were going like, yeah, bride auctions. Where'd those things go? Am I right, kid? And like nudges yeah. one of the, like the little like eleven year old boys. I don't know, but I guess it's in my psyche now, so I'm gonna grow up to be a misogynist. Yeah, start saving his allowance so he can buy Becky. <laughs> She's the girl. Yeah, in yeah. Front of him in algebra. Yeah, I have a crush on Becky. I give her my milk every day, but still don't put out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking eleven year olds. All right, uh, moving on. Is the next story really the last story of our web dropping? Did it, we it, actually hit the end this time? Uh, we we did, although I don't. I you took don't out think one we'll be, story. Uh, we, I don't think we'll be getting to our discussion, but we'll that's save fine. the discussion for next yeah. week. It's not timely. Yeah, because so. I definitely, I'll, I definitely have a couple words to say about the the last band and stuff. So, uh, but we got plenty of time to get this story out of the way. All right, this story comes from the land down under Australia, and this happened at a. No- uh, you mean the land to the east or west of us? Australia. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not. We can't call it down under. It's not oh. under. Yeah. There's. It's not a. We're not on a globe. We're on a flat Earth. It's either to the right or left. Right. Okay. So it's to the right of us. <laughs> they. Uh, this happened at the Saint and Sinners Ball, an erotic fantasy party, dress up party, uh, described as a no holds barred extravaganza of adult fun. Um, it was at Inflation Nightclub, and what happened is the police raided it at 3 a.m. We're not actually sure why the raid occurred, but. Uh, a couple engaged in a sexual act, which wasn't described very well. I, I assumed it was a blowjob. They, yeah, they think uh, they were found at a, a compromising position. Yeah, and it was pretty much just so they didn't have to be like they were they were fucking or, yeah. or screwing, you know, mouth stuff, hand stuff, whatever it was. It now, was it was sexual in nature. Yeah. Now they were dressed as Good Joker and Harley Quinn yep. from the uh, Batman lore and Suicide Squad. And what happened was when the cops came in guns drawn still not entirely sure why they were raiding this event uh the guy playing the joker uh had a fake gun on his hip drew it and pointed at the cops like a re- 
Yep. <laughs> I caught myself. I'm trying to I'm trying to curb the word like retard. a reject. Like a re- like a yeah. like a like a like a mental reject. There you go. Yes. Uh, uh, this person, like a simple Simon. Yeah. Like a, like a half wit. But not not a wise decision. Anyway, seven pickles short of a the, barrel. Like when you point anything that even resembles a weapon at a cop, they're going to go to their dark spot and assume you are uh, actually brandishing a weapon and going to the mode that they're supposed to go into. So they shot him. Yep. They, and they, and they, they actually shot the uh, the girl as well, the girlfriend. Yeah, or, it's not or, like they just kind of sprayed bullets in there. They shot she, they shot him multiple shots and ended up getting him in the stomach, and he's in critical condition, yeah, if I and, recall. And her in the leg. Yeah. I mean, he was kind of a spray. Like, yeah. that's not precision Although, I mean, shooting. I guess depending on how compromising the position was, that could have been the same standing bullet. Standing 69. Like, yep. Oh, yeah, man, that's one of my faves. The Island Takes of Standing a, 69s? Yep. Yep, the Island of Standing 69s. We talked about that in, like, episode five, maybe, of the show. Yep. Wow. That's an interesting... Uh, that's an interesting... Um, Position. There you go. Compromising position. It's a great island. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like just got like a bunch of statues like the uh, Easter uh, Island. Yeah, heads. Easter Island heads. Uh, but they're all Mons. standing sixty nine yep. stone people. Yep. Nice. Which would be pretty sweet actually. That should be awesome. But they're like they're giant, so like the dick is just fucking huge. Add it to my list of things to do if I ever win the lottery or get rich. Buy island. Needs. Make standing sixty nine island. Yeah, sell island. island of standing 69s make statues on it yeah. yep and then profit. you'll definitely profit off of it oh yeah make a resort on it yeah so, like one of those sexy resorts you know it's gonna be a fuck resort yeah oh, the second yeah. you have those statues people are gonna like they're just gonna flock there and fuck anyway so you might as well clear out a patch of field call it a resort put up a couple of FEMA tents and, and, and within like spitting distance of the standing 69 fuck resort also put one of those like uh, corporate team building retreats yeah and they're they're owned by you you get dual incomes from this, mm-hmm. but you make them grossly close. Yeah. Like, and you they, can hear the fucking... Ah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, suck my fucking dick. And, that, and that's the corporate team building retreat. <laughs> oh, man. Set myself up. They're making the sex party. I feel awkward. Yeah, they're, they're just sitting there, like, playing Jenga. I'd be like, should we fuck or something? I don't know. Those guys are. Those guys have got it nailed down. Jeez, man. I want to work where they're working. Where do they uh, work? Dreams. Dreams made of these... Now, um, I think that actually wraps up our story since we're going to be saving our discussion piece for next week. Yeah, uh, we as well. I want to leave a little more time for that. We, we only have ten minutes left. Taken the time and in the last few weeks, I think, to shout out all of our social media. Yeah, uh, we do a few here and there, but find us on Twitter at the Lost at Home. Uh, Jerry, you're I'm at Sonic Jalopy on there and on Instagram, which I'll hopefully post on every once. I did post a couple of new things in Instagram yeah. recently, actually, and on SoundCloud, where you will also find some random songs that uh, also exist on the podcast and some that do not exist on the podcast. I'm something different everywhere. I'm at Tears for Candy on Twitter if you want to meet me personally on the Twitter sphere. Uh, also on Instagram, it's uh, Legend Tripper with an underscore in the middle. Yep. Uh, that's Legend underscore Tripper, not Legend Tripper with, with an, an underscore, underscore in the middle. <laughs> can't fucking find you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also make sure to ch- hit up our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash lost at home. And so far we have three months of exclusive content. It's four episodes per each of those months. We also have, I believe, five lost commentaries and two interviews that are explicit, uncut, unedited, and raw. Yeah. And uh, it's Dave, uh, not Dave Kaufman. uh, Lloyd Kaufman. Lloyd Kaufman. And who's the other one we did? 
Uh, I can't remember what hour. What was our it time the bad was chicken guys? Um, it may have been that. Uh, we that did another one. We put up. Yeah. I forgot what yeah. it was though. Yeah, because we haven't oh, done yeah, we haven't done the interviews. Inside in, Scarlet one. Yeah, we. Oh, that's right. Because we haven't done uh, interviews in since those. I think so. Yeah, we've taken a long break from interviews. Not that we yep. can't get them. Just we've been too busy on the side to actually make these work. It takes yeah. a lot of work to get an interview. Yeah, a lot of work just to get them in the door, and then it's, we schedule very specific special times around their schedules. And if our schedules are busy, it's hard to schedule around other people's schedules. So I think we're gonna come back with a bang for Halloween. Yeah, well, I, th- I feel like we definitely got to make it uh, work. And actually, I, I found that there was a guy that, on, uh, that just recent followed, recently followed me on Instagram, um, and it was like, uh, it looked like a director of a cool like indie horror. So I might actually just check that out and see if there's any like because for f- like four weeks, occasionally we get like some indie horror guys. Uh, that's where I think we got like Ghost Puncher guy uh, Jordan McCloskey and. Yeah. Um, uh, of course, the uh, bad chicken folks and stuff like that. So, and last year we had the entire cast of Ash vs. Evil Dead, and oh, we got a yeah, we got my it. last email to them was in Jesus January or February, and they, we're still on the hook for Bruce Campbell. They so have we not, we they should have not dropped us. Yet. We should track down who is reportedly playing. Uh, reportedly, Ash is getting a daughter in the next season. Yeah, and we should try to get her. Uh, I I don't know who if they've announced who is playing it or if they even know or if it's in production or anything like that. But it'd be good if we could Lucy figure. It'd be good to figure out who that is because you know it's going to be probably somebody along on the same lines as um, you know Dana and uh, and, and uh, there's a good chance the agent I'm using knows every one of these yeah. people because because they and, got us and, everyone plus promising Bruce still yeah yeah so it, it wouldn't be bad like that would be a cool thing to like go into it uh, into the new season with a new cast member to talk a little bit about that maybe give us a little teaser no spoilers but teasers about what's to come um, that's just a that's my two cents I just just came up with that. Fair um, enough. Now, anyway. uh, we're going to go out this week on a band that was brought to our attention by Christopher Ball. Thank yeah. you, Chris. Shout out to Chris. Uh, we both seem to... I, I listened to a lot of their stuff on the Bandcamp, and I really enjoyed their stuff. It was very interesting. Um, the band is called Captain Catfish. That's C-A-T-F-E-E-S-H. You can find them on um, Bandcamp at captaincatfish.bandcamp.com. And or you just type in Captain Catfish, and you'll pretty much something that comes up with that name is them. And uh, you know, the, it was it was like it's pretty raw, like uh, like raw recording quality and raw like songwriting stuff. But it's just really fun and interesting. And the way they describe themselves is hillbilly punk slash Appalachian alternative, influenced by West Virginia folklore, uh, Alf and cryptos, which are like Sasquatches. Perfect. I like the Appalachian connection like too. So yeah, yeah, we actually did some of that, and. Um, I think what we're going to go out on, uh, we've got time actually, I think, for a couple of tunes this time around, uh, maybe even three, um, because they're like two minutes long. So enjoy at least TH Mothman, Attorney at Law, and the second one is going to be Crypto Keeper, and I might throw in the Ed Gein Surf song at the end if we've got enough time. If not, go check them out on Bandcamp. They're pretty gosh darn fun. Also, I learned about uh, a new uh, new box I'm not going to give a lot of credit uh, or a lot of shout outs to because uh, it's you know probably fights with bambox in the same arena but there is actually a cryptid crate cryptid crate which seemed kind of neat which is all it seemed like a little light it's definitely like a small one but it seemed pretty interesting that it's all uh it's all cryptozoological stuff which we are both into and i actually made me realize i want to create a discussion piece again we haven't talked about cryptozoology for a while anyway enjoy captain catfish and get lost get lost
push me aside. 